Hello and welcome to Dance Talks. I'm your host, Andrea Cody. Today is September 27th, 2020, and my guests are Alex and Victoria Arispe. Alex is a retired firefighter and middle school theater teacher from St. John's School, and he is currently an instructor for Houston Ballet Academy. His wife, Victoria Arispe, is a high school dance teacher for St. John's School. Alex and Victoria, welcome to Dance Talks. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to talk with you guys and hear more about your careers and really just how it all began. I met you guys, I think, around 1996, but I understand your professional com competitive career started in 1969. So catch me up and tell me really how you got started as, like, as a little boy or just how it all began for you. Well... It, you know, I've always liked dance, but I really didn't hear a lot of music back then, but then, you know, because I was born in 53, and then my dad eventually became, a, um, he, he started with the very first televisions in the 50s, so we had a television, you know, repair shop, and that's when I first started seeing shows out of nowhere, and started with The Wizard of Oz. And then later on, the Wizard of Oz became in color, and I was like, oh my God, and then I saw him kind of dancing and bouncing around. You know, I was still real young and stuff. So that was the one that got me started, and the one real big one, second one was... Um, uh, Lawrence uh, Welk. With Lawrence Welk with my grandma. You know, and I was just like, God, Grandma, they're, they're really great. You know, I didn't even know why. It was just, they're dancing, you know, and it was all fancy stuff and things like that. So what did Lawrence Welk do? He had a show that... It was on Channel 8. Channel it was on PBS. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. And it was all real Performance cool stuff. variety okay. show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and they had a bunch of dancing, good dancing stuff. I was into that. You mm -hmm. know, and the other one that I didn't have to talk to you about. Lots of musicals. Well, then the, I started seeing the westerns type shows too, you know, and they had the music in it and I was like, and they did some country western dancing, but I was like, everything's when I was a little bit younger. And stuff like that. So, and, the, yeah. and your the twist when you were eight years old. I won the twist when I was eight years old. <laughs> what? And, you, and, but what it, was it, this a world competition or? It, what? Was, it was kind of a, a, a school competition. A school competition, awesome. Yeah, and but the rest of them were older than I was. Yeah, and that must have given you a big so, boost. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. all the parents and stuff like that. So Who taught you to twist. I, so, I don't know, I just kind of learned, I think my cousin Hank, that was, you know, he's five years older than me. Okay, and He cool. kind of sort of did a simple and I kind of picked it up quick. And uh, then all of a sudden I saw them, they're competing, the twist, and they're doing all kind of stuff, and I'm just acting silly, you know. And back then, I was a little chunky, they called me uh, from the, like, the the group. Spanky. Spanky. From the spanky little Barbara rascals. <laughs> yeah. So they called me that. So I just started dancing, going crazy. You know, and my cousin and were laughing at me stuff. So at the very end, they they lined up people to dance. You know, and they said, "Okay, we're gonna vote and see who's gonna win this thing." And short, long story short, I won the competition, not because I was good, <laughs> because <laughs> I was doing the twist silly at my age. You know, yeah. <laughs> so crowd crowd pleaser. That's my first credits yeah. for winning my first competition. <laughs> I know that I was doing the twist and stuff. And so then after that, I started to, uh, you know, see more about dancing and, and looking at, you know, songs. It's when Thriller came out, I was really sold by that. So that that was really amazing to see, you know, what was happening at that time. And of course, well, before it was that, you were, you were going 
clubbing before he was really of age. Yeah, that with was with my cousin Hank. True, yeah. He would go yeah. out just dancing. True. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so really pure street dancer, no formal training. Yeah, mm-hmm. not at all. Is that- what kind of places were open when you first started going as a teenager? Um, there was a lot of uh, competition, not competition, dance uh, areas that had to do with like some churches that were, and they had big old studios. And we would just do a lot of fun stuff. I was just learning and you know, dancing with people that were taller than me. And what kind of music? It, it was, uh, I mean, yeah, the 60s and 70s yeah. when it was, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, and so later on, eventually, you know, I just kept doing, he would take me there more because he really wasn't a dancer, but he liked to see us dance and stuff like that. So, you know, I'd dance with whoever, I was just asking him, you know, and he wouldn't ask him, Hank wouldn't ask anybody, you know, but I did, so, you know, and they thought I was just a cute little chubby guy, <laughs> just like that. So, uh, I started, yeah, doing that a lot more, you know, and I got to travel, and after a while, you know, kind of go to other places where my my cousin said, you can go to these clubs, you know, but they're going to put a big X on you, which means you show it to them, you're not going to drink anything. You said, that's fine. You know, cause. That was a great era when you could get the X on your hand and still <laughs> go in and have a good time. You know, right, be, you know, right. and, and be looked said, after. And I just know? kept dancing and following these girls that uh-huh. were taller than me. And you know, like I said, I think it's all a key little boy dancing because I was asking them, you know how it is. Yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. So it, it, it went on and on and eventually. And then into you know, like more break dancing. Yes. Break then, dance era. True, yeah, and then that's when I, I started seeing, you know, Soul Train. I, mm-hmm. I grew up with Soul Train, and that sold me. I mean, really and truly, I started trying to imitate and doing stuff and doing the break dancing and, you know, this and that. And then uh, we went to, was it California one time, and we started, you know, we, we saw some people there that were doing really good hip-hop stuff and teaching us some other stuff, so that also helped me a lot to do that. But I was a biter. You know, so they call it in street dancing. I would steal something from what I, they did, and I would change it, do it something differently for me. And that's what I kept doing for a little time until I joined the Freakazoids here, and we started doing a lot more stuff with them, too. So that was like really first break dancing, and I was helping for them to direct that one and things like that. So Who were the Freakazoids? It was just a bunch of um, people that volunteered to had groups together, you know, and I started walking in with them because I was helping them. Break dancers. Break dancers. Break dance, yeah. Pop blockers. True. So I wasn't a break dancer, you know, because I wasn't going to spit on my head and stuff like that. Even though I tell the kids I didn't lost my hair by spitting on concrete. <laughs> so don't do that. I'm a comedian. <laughs> so um, I, I started doing where I left off. So, you know, well, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about... <laughs> Being with the break, you weren't a uh, break dancer, you were more of a top yeah, rocker. Yeah, I was a top rocker. Top rockers are the ones that dance standing up and do all the fancy stuff. And so fancy I said, footwork and that's ways. where I was really doing the best mm-hmm. dancing because I was, I'm very creative on a lot of this stuff that I've done. And, uh, and it just went on and on, I keep doing that over and over again, you know, doing that with the boys and let them do, you know, you're smaller, you want you spin on your head, you know, this and that kind of stuff. And, you know, they put a little cardboard on the floor and start. Where were it. you? Where'd y'all go? It was in the neighborhood. Okay. It wasn't a studio, nothing like that back then. We were just all constantly doing that in the grass and, you know, make up different stuff, meet them again the next day or two and let them try something else. Mostly started directing them because they knew I was a top rocker and they weren't top rockers. But that's more of a dancing in a way, footwork and stuff. <clears throat> so I would kept going. 
And then we did some performances against other companies. We're flying in town from New York and Chicago. You know, we, we met them in different places and, you know, in some old studios that they were renting that whoever brought them down. And we got to compete against them there just for fun, stuff like that, you know. Win some, lose some. So that was just moving on and on. Then eventually, uh, when I started to start putting the dance companies together myself, and the very first one was uh, called the Love Train Dancers of Houston. Get all aboard and join hands. Yeah. That was my first company and started putting. I said, you know, and after a while, long story short, trying to find more people to, to dance, you know, that group. Yeah. And it was the time that I finally, a friend of mine, one of my dancers that when I was dancing with, that was Donnie, and he went to the Tillis Stewart Jazz Dance Company that mm -hmm. existed, and uh, he said, you ought to come over here, man. This, this is like fun. 1983, Yes, now I'm moving up, mm -hmm. now I'm all the way to the 40s. And so then I started, you know, saw the Tillis Stewart performing, you know, because I was, you know, creating and stuff like that before I started doing Thriller 2, and I, I choreographed that later and let her help well, I think yeah. we were we were at Houston Festival. Yes, dancing for Delia. Right, and we she hired you after that to uh, come and perform because we needed a a quick change. Yes. Okay. Moment. Yeah. And his company performed Thriller uh, there at Houston Festival, and then you started right. coming and taking classes at Delia's but right. because up to then he was. He never had had formal training. It was all just True. learning in the clubs and the streets so, and so being creative. Yeah. And the mm -hmm. next thing I did own. was, like I said, oh, my gosh, look at all these dancers doing pirouettes. I didn't even know the terminology because I didn't speak French. <laughs> 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 so, you know, that's what I, you know, I kept saying, I said, oh, my gosh, what I could do with this talent compared to the street dancers that I have, you know. And that's when it started, you know, and, and so I ended up doing, um, watching them dance and stuff like that, you know. And then, um, so I never took ballet or anything like that, really. I took a different uh, one girl taught me, Daisy. Um, at Adelia's, yeah, yeah. he started taking more formal training. Right, yeah. And just, Jazz it was, and Basically, I wanted to learn the language. Ballet. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what a pirouette was or a chasse and all these. I said, I don't speak French, you know. You know, I speak Spanish too, so I mean, can we do that? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, so I started gathering things, and that's when I, I met her because I had a dance partner that was dancing, you know, with me for a while. And she was supposed to perform at Delia with me, you know, and we were doing the same. They were, they had yeah. a routine called Bugle yeah. Boy. Bugle. And she, oh, was, she was unable to perform. Yes. And, and so he needed a new partner. Uh -huh. So, I, I, you know, I saw her sitting one day because she was really just a teenager, you know. So uh, I just I said, I need a partner because this thing, we got to perform this pretty soon. And this was at the other place. It was at the Tower Theater. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I know. And I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? So I said, I told her, you know, she was sitting right by the edge of the stage in the corner. And I, I said, hey, I've seen you kind of dance back there, you know. And um, he, so he had me stand up, and and he just did a little jitter. See if I could follow. Jitter, if I could follow a little jitter jitterbug stuff, you know. Yeah. You know, and so then. And that's how it all started. Yeah. <laughs> it, it did. So you know, so we ended up doing a, a, a big dance and stuff. You know, there's a video on that. I could show well, and the, and this was wow. um, it was yeah. jitterbug. It was Tibet yeah. Midler's Bugle Boy. Right. 
lots of lifts and yes, tosses. Flips. And, um, I have her here and I flip her and she go around and I catch her and um, do all kind of crazy awesome. stuff. That's when all this stuff started. Yes, and this and was Delia at the, sent us, what was the name of the place where your dad went and saw us? That was yeah. um, Rockabilly, Rockefellers, Rockefellers. Yes, Rockefellers. Yes, Rockefellers. Right, you know, it's an old place. Yeah. Right, it's still there. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so we ended up dancing. I have a video of that too. I'll show you one day. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's only 17 at the time, you know. Wow. She's a kid. Yeah. You know, and I was flipping her up and down and backwards and care, put her my popper open. Yeah. You know, and it was just, that's, that's when we connected. And I said, oh my God, I got to keep dancing with with you so we went on and on after that and started doing all these dances and stuff you know everywhere and then eventually you know we got to start building the company more and more and we became the uptown street dance company went to you know uh, the swing was it that's we called it the well let me say this first is yes what what i think is interesting about alex is that as a dancer the idea of dancing freestyle and just kind of stream of consciousness dancing is frightening or was frightening to me at the time growing up, having been in that formal, very structured, rigid training to just be able to get out and dance and not have someone tell you what to do, but just to create on the spot. That was his genius was just, and it's amazing to me uh, to feel as even now that I've become more of a choreographer, but back then it petrified me. And to, to see him, no training, to walk in a place and say, oh, I'll choreograph that for you, or I'll do this, or I'll do that. And <laughs> yeah. to have that drive and that will and that creative inspiration and vision mm -hmm. and to not care what anybody else says or thinks about it, but just mm -hmm. to be his unique individual self and put it out there. So the and that's what he's done his whole life. I was right. a natural creator to this day. Mm -hmm. So he, he walked into Delia's and said, I want to create a piece. And Stacy Stacy Northcutt had the same. It was during the flash dance era. Yeah. So early 1980s. Yes. She wanted to do, um, if you remember flash dance, something that was more hip hop. Mm -hmm. uh, but a break from jazz was called. So it was jazz dancers and street, dancers, street dancers competing so against each other. So, so they teamed up. A break from dance? A break from jazz. A break from jazz. Okay, cool. So she choreographed the jazz yeah. part uh -huh. and he choreographed the street part. What and was that her was name? Stacy Northcutt. Stacy Northcutt, yeah. And She's the one. And so. So that yeah. was his first venture. But to walk into a professional dance company sure. when right. you're a street dancer and just go, yeah, I'll do that. You know, right. that to me, that was, wow. I, yeah. And yet he didn't have a lifetime of somebody like correcting him. Oh, telling no. him he didn't have no. it. No. All of the things that we get when we train in dance. Yes. And you, you know, become self-conscious about, yeah. you judge yourself, you know, that he didn't mm -hmm. have that. So he was able to just go in there and be, him, you know, just put it all out there yeah. the way he sees it, the way he wants it done. And, True. Um, and that's kind of how... And that, that's how our collaboration kind of started as well. well. What was the theater where we danced with Delia every time? The Tower. The, the tower, tower Theater that it, when it existed. Yeah. So, it's, the building's still there. But know, it's uh, down on uh, Westheimer uh, in Montrose, uh, but it's yeah. not a theater anymore. It's all a Mexican dancers, restaurant? Yeah, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. And all the dancers that were at the, at the theater at, you know, working for Delia uh, were, they, didn't, they kind of didn't care for me because I wasn't trained. Yeah, you walked right in and took their... 
well, the spot, kind of. I'm sure they all wanted well, to. So, yeah, gosh, they, we worked so hard to do uh, triple pirouettes, you know, all this training to get out there and, and show off what, you, what you've what you got. And then he walks out there and does a head uh, head roll, and the crowd goes crazy. So it's kind of like, oh, wait a minute, you're stealing our, our thunder <laughs> a little yeah. bit. There's a story about me moving ahead. Because uh-huh. uh, there was, even Kibipo at the ballet at the time, there were, you know, I said, you know, this was the younger kids, you know, level five, I think, you know, maybe seven. So they, I told them, I said, all right, we're going to do this, and we're going to move your head this one, and you got to go the other way. They go, why do we have to do that? I said, well, I'll tell you the story, you know, I'm going to make it quick. I said, well, uh, Victoria and I went to an audition that they told us about. It was, it was a commercial. Yeah, a commercial. I didn't know it was a commercial. Well, first of all, I didn't know that. So... They put us in there, and they put five of us, and they just play some songs and just dance. Here come two different people watching us. and Look like you're again. excited, yeah. and, and you're happy, and you're dancing, so you're happy. I started mm-hmm. pop-locking, boom, boom, and I did my head like this, and he says, you stay. I said, okay. I didn't know what the commercial was going to be about. So then I think you did your dance, and mm-hmm. yeah, and then Lewis Houston, one of our dancers, he, he was a good gymnast, so he started doing back handsprings over and over again, so they picked him too. Backflip, he's standing backflip. Yeah, so so then we did it at a a gas station. Is it for Shell? You know, so okay, so we did that and then. uh, It was a it was a scratch, like you scratched something off. Of course, it was a lottery ticket. I'm talking, I've seen it. It wasn't a lottery ticket, it was something else. I can't remember what it was. Just some kind of bonus. No, because back then, (laughs) when you bought gas, they gave you a scratch off ticket. Right. Oh, look, I got some chips or I got some yeah, $5 yeah, for gas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So I kept, that's what I did. So I went out there and I was supposed to scratch the chicken and look in and go, wow, no word. I just make them <laughs> and move my hand. That was it. Over and over again. And he's over there doing back handsprings about 10 times and I'm just doing this. You know. So yeah. year, months and months went by and stuff like that. Then all of a sudden, you know, I started getting checks. I didn't know that my agent at the time that hired me to come do this, I didn't know I signed royalties. Well, yeah, you were getting ro- yeah, yeah. residuals. I, was, yeah, I didn't know that. And I started getting, you know, $500 and it went to $1,000 and it went to $2,000. It just kept coming. So he told his month. kids at the ballet. I said, nah, this is why <laughs> you got to learn it. They all started going. <laughs> At the same time, at the ballet, you know, I want to make money too. <laughs> I just translate, guys. You got to go to every audition because you never know what's going to happen to that. Yeah. So I ended up doing that. One of the other commercial I did had to do with a, a young girl, you know, about very young, supposed to sit on my lap. My agent sent me. It was there. for the uh, United Way. United Way, yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to, you know, be someone who can't read. So she's supposed to sit on me, you know, and. And I'm supposed to read something, and I'm supposed to kind of make it like I can't read, you know. And she helps me and then reads it, you know. We did that about four or five times. So that was when I went online, too, and did that one, the stuff like that. But that one didn't pay that much, but it really, because it was just a simple commercial about that. Mm-hmm. So that's when all of a sudden I said, God, I can do this even more, you mm-hmm. know. So I really didn't try for that anymore after that. And I just started doing more well, of dancing. dancing was always your Passion. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was, you know, to do that, you know, and then we did a choreographed thriller. Uh, well, it was, was a thriller the one you got after? <laughs> you didn't like the way I did it? Or? 
Well, just to be clear, that's when I first met. You didn't choreograph the music video, obviously. You were inspired by the video. And so what was the what was the arrangement where you got to re you know They were doing like a a lip sync Uh sort of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For for the company? No, it was it was his company, but okay. they performed like at outside at uh, Houston Festival uh-huh. back in. Or, but it was yeah. like a lip sync cool. kind of thing. Did y'all get dressed but up? When I, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, makeup and everything. Uh-huh. You know, I went and bought the stuff. At, you know, for them to wear that and do that. There's video for that too. So cool. Uh, so yeah, it was you know, and it turned out pretty good. And then we found one of the boys that was, you know, he played Thriller himself. You know. And uh, so that that's when it sold out of that. So, yeah, you know, and it was a hit. You know, in Houston downtown, and do that. So, you know, I so just, you would get booked to perform it around town. First, uh, if it was a certain day that the Houston had their their to do that every once a year. Okay, right. It's just a little for kids, and there's cars everywhere and things right. like that. Cool. So we brought them there, you know. Mm-hmm. You're talking, are you talking about Houston Festival? Yeah, the Houston yeah. Festival and stuff Houston like that. Festival. You know, and then and we danced in that one too. Mm-hmm. You know, well, you do most of the, y'all were doing most of the funky. I was more a director at that time. I mm-hmm. want to make sure they did it all right and stuff. So, you know, it, it started going from there and it just went on and on. Then we yeah. started putting... When did it get, when did it get serious in terms of like, that's, was it ever your full-time job? No, I uh-huh. was still a farmer during the time. Yeah. I was still allowed to go do that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, because after that, you know, I, you know, we started... 2003 is when you really yeah. kind of sure. left the fire department and started doing yeah, just in, dancing. Yeah, in 2003 but... they did. But um, mm-hmm. during that time, you know, I was also... Uh, being my agent sent me to another place too. And uh, so this one had to do with uh, the movie... Uh, the, the challenger that blew up in space. So she hired me because the, I had the right figure of one of the actors I was doing the, the, the movie. And you can rent that movie, Rush. Serious movie that happened in Texas wait, wait, in 1975. Wait, wait, you just went from the challenger to Rush. Oh, so which one did so. you want to talk about? Well, let's do the challenger first. So the challenger, you know, it's a weapon space. So they call me in to just be his stand-in and stuntman for him in a way, because um, I'm, he's, I'm, they stage me. So you're gonna walk over here when when Young and then Keone Young comes out, then you tell him this is where he's supposed to be and which he way he's supposed the to be. He was stand-in for Keone Young, yeah. I think was his name. Yeah, played, and uh, Keone Young was, was an actor who was playing Keone. I mean, uh, was it uh, Keone Young, the Hawaiian that died in space? So you know, he's that. So I got to play uh, not. Because I wasn't being filmed for that, I was just his stuntman. I, I moved here and I kept showing he'd come out and do that and stuff like that. And then, you know, when we get in the F-15 planes, you know, I wouldn't really fly, but I just go in the runway with him. They can film me going in there. Then he comes in and he opens his mask and he starts talking. So I was by the fire department always allowed me to go do those things because I was paying the men that sit at home. Well, Sometimes the shifts are too. With the fire department, you had. Um, Two days on, and two days off, so forty-eight hours of work, and yeah. then five days off True. per week. So it gave him, and it would rotate. It wasn't always the same yeah. days per week. So, so these men gave them freedom yeah. to do other things. Well, if, yeah. the men, if the men are sitting at home, something I didn't mind giving them five hundred bucks or something to, you know, hey, go guys, you work for me this week because we can trade time. The fire department's on mind that I was just going to replace you. 
So, you know, as every chance I get, I would give them some money and let, they work for me for a week or two and then so on and so on and on. So, Great. Yeah. So eventually, you know, we got to do that show and I got to meet everybody and do that. So that was a lot of fun to be able to do that and work at NASA, you know. Totally. And stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Even though I had worked at NASA prior to that normally, it was a company called... Uh, well, let's Keith. tell her more about your dancing. Okay. <laughs> sure, yeah. It's dance talk. So it, it went that way. Yeah. <laughs> I was dancing at the ballet. <laughs> no, at the, same, at, the, at the fire department. They, they call me Mr. What was it? They also made names of me. <laughs> Mr. Yeah, what do you call it? Uh, dancing bear or something. Yeah. They, uh, they had some nicknames for you. Oh, God. Fire, fire department, or they like to put everybody down, you know. Sure. And my, my favorite one that I always tell everybody when people ask me about the fire department, I said, Well, I had a new captain come in and I was kind of cocky, you know, and the woman, he was brand new, and then he, he saw me in there, you know, and then first thing he said, Hey, are you Hispanic? I said, Yes, sir. Really? Where are you from? I said, Houston. Are you really Hispanic? I said, yes, sir. And he says, well, if you are. Do you remember the Alamo? I said, yes, sir. We won. <laughs> he <laughs> said, shut up. <laughs> we did. <laughs> After that, <laughs> you know what? I'm never going to bother you again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it was, you know. Stuff like that. So I was always dancing at the... At the, at the oh, know, yeah? Yeah. Every time they play a certain song. Entertaining everybody. Sort of, you know. I just started dancing. I couldn't help it, you know. Just like, I gotta get up. Y'all eat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so it went on and on. And stuff like that. So, you know, we we started doing a lot more dancing and stuff like that in the Delia Stewart, you know, dance company. And um, we had a friend that came from uh, um, uh, Amsterdam. And she eventually invited us to go perform in Amsterdam. Well, the, com- the whole, whole company, whole company went. Yes. Wow! So, and, and uh, so she finally got there because she came late, and I was already there, you know. Mm-hmm. So we, so short. So we all started dancing, and our companies like really good guys, you know, friends. They were one of the good dancers. So then we would get up there and. So her and I started dancing, and, you know, and there's a lot of people watching, and so I'm flipping her and doing some, all this kind of stunts and stuff, and they kind of gave us a standing ovation. At the end, all the dancers, the first thing they said, this is Mark, our best friend, and he says, we've been training for years, and you go up and pick up Victoria and throw her, and they all go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Y'all had some awesome flips and tricks, though, really. <laughs> so where'd you pick them up, or did you just... Did y'all make them up? I, I, I saw certain things on, online, and then I, I started changing them all the, my way and stuff like that. You know, I, there was one where I'm flipping my arms all the way around her, you know, the, flipping her from between the legs, throwing her up, flipping her this way. There's a whole lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's just... And then some just, of it we learned from um, mm-hmm. going to the Lindy, the Lindy festivals here. Like, oh, yeah. You know, some of those... To that, like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I was winning all these contests back in the sixties and seventies, and when I've been three years and for the country western in a row, and three years in the sixties during the disco era, and stuff. What like were that. those contests like? That they, they were. Uh, there was a, a, you should tell about the marathon dance. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, there was a marathon dance that happened at, at, at Astro World. Was it the Astro the, Arena? The, was yeah, it the Astro yeah, Arena? It was the Astro uh-huh. Arena and stuff. It was a three day. Well, I don't, can't days. imagine. <laughs> and you only had about like 
for ten minutes, I'd let you go in the bathroom and maybe eat something per hour. Out there. I think was so, it was it ten oh, every hour? It was, no, it, was, it wasn't that long, but you had to get back on the floor, you know. And this is three days, and you're watching the glass windows at the you know in the area. It turns dark and it wakes up and stuff, and you just kind of sleep on the wake and just barely. We didn't even want to sleep, we just keep dancing. Well, he said everybody mm-hmm. kind of just barely so, moved so for I three days until the end when everyone was eliminated. Yeah, and, okay. she, and she didn't dance with me that one because no. we, you know, I was there for Thank three God. days. Thank God. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have wanted to do that. So <laughs> I had another friend on that, you know, that I, that I kind of danced with for a while there, Kim, Kim mm-hmm. Negron. So I said, we're going to be dancing here the whole time on the floor. And there's two Toyota trucks parked in the middle. And we're just, we just dance around. So we're all looking at them the whole time. You're dancing. If you win, you're going to get a truck or two trucks. He said one some for, people wore their cowboy boots because it yes, was Western true. era. So, yeah. So one, you know, like that. So they're, they had to cut the boots off them. Most of them, except so me, swollen. because I wore just some tennis shoes. Uh-huh. And they're all wearing cowboy boots. And they had to cut them up. But their feet swelled. You're sitting in them, you know, for that long. And then mm. you get go eat for like maybe ten minutes or something, and hurry up, get back out there and dance again. So we ended up dancing. They said finally, they said, "Okay, you know now you, you guys have been dancing for quite a while. You know we still got another day to go. So you uh, you're gonna have to now. You know when we got close to that, they said once we have nine couples left, then you got to dress up in your costumes and dance. Now now it's a performance." <laughs> so here we go. So me and her started in that. They couldn't start with that. Well, did, when did you start hallucinating? Because you hallucinated <laughs> at some point. Oh God, yeah. It, it, you know, you're dancing and around forever, and after a while, you just kind of everything's like. He saw the fire truck. Uh, yeah, so I told Kim. I said, "Is there a fire truck here in the middle?" He says, "No." <laughs> I said, "You sure?" Said, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and you know, so. I so I, get, I kind of cheated in a way because you know they were taking people out, out because they thought they were doing drugs to stay up and stuff like that. Well, I in the fire department had these little tablets that you pop. It's like a smelling salt. Yes, and you wake up. <laughs> they didn't know <laughs> well, I was doing it. It wasn't a every time. I said, "Okay, the fire truck disappears, so I think I'm fine." Oh <laughs> so we did. So now we're dancing in competition with your costume. Right. So I'm here. I'm dancing. There's the two trucks right there going over and over again. You know, and it's starting now. It's getting on the last day. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is too much." And so I said, to "Kim, we're going to play a slow song now. This is kind of coming down." And stuff, so it was kind of easy because she was a little bit thinner and lighter. So, but she was pretty tough to hang in there. So we ended up doing it, and, and finally we finished it, and then we won. My goodness! Two Toyota trucks, you know, and she kept one, and Seriously? I kept one. Seriously, yes, awesome. And twelve thousand in cash. So we got the show wow. out, you know. And she was good to need it, you know. She was, she helped a lot, and we put it together. You cool. know, to do that, so that was amazing. You know, it's not bad for three days' work, really. I know, and, and I, had already, I had just bought a you know Bronco truck at the time, really, and I had another car, so I gave it to my sister. Nice. You know, so she finally you know got the deal because she was taking care of. I, I raised all her kids, all those four of them. You know, so not, I had to do that, and I helped her. So I was well. Kept, you. His mother yeah, no. raised them really, but he was yeah, a, a big true. part it's of their life. Because my mom was going blind, yeah. and then she did. That's why I got my mm-hmm. li- my first car at age twelve. My license wow. at thirteen, mm-hmm. the hardship license. Mm-hmm. So she went blind. So I started, you know, driving everywhere like that. And my grandpa, when I was seven, let me t- you know, drive his truck, and we went into his ranch hunting. 
So I got to drive all that kind of stuff. And then that's when I started working at Astro World. Oh, yeah, cool. Yes, I did for nine years. And so winning that marathon was, was that your no, that no. won the marathon that, that I got was the trucks. Something. Okay, yes. Yeah, so yeah. the next thing it did was that I went to um, well, they had a big contest at, at Astro World, huge one that you know, to see who's going to win that big you know prize. And it was just about I don't know, but at that time in Astro World, they had a lot of performances. Yes, they had, I think they did right up till the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they and had so, stages. Sure, he, so, he would go watch all of those mm-hmm. and. Uh, and then they I, get inspired, you know. And I didn't have a partner that I knew in there, so I just saw a girl dancing. I said, "I don't know your name, but will you dance with me?" So I her partner. She was sure. So I started dancing stuff, and I won the whole thing. Awesome. So, and then they finally sent a picture of that, and me winning. Alex Risby wins the competition. This one, and that got me started even more. So you know, it was just happening, you know, without mm-hmm. me even trying. I just, I can do this, you know. And I, I just kept doing. It went crazy when her and I finally started dancing and doing that. You know, so I was flipping her and all this kind of stuff eventually, and I did get hurt on one of them. (laughs) I overdid it too many times, and my my back froze. He was doing a lift with where he picks me up over his head with one arm, and I would run into it. And then finally he said, okay, we don't need quite so big of a preparation. Just take a step right here, and I'll just take you up. After I lifted <laughs> up like it. ten times, and as soon as I put this, it's like oh, my back froze. I, was like, I had I to was load paralyzed. him into the back of my station wagon and drop him off. And they were just like, <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> what happened? He was in the hospital for a couple. Uh, and I called my other friend to come pick me up yeah. in his truck, you know, just, and he puts me in the in the back. In the back of his car, my legs sticking up because I was frozen. Oh, I, I, I couldn't well, even. I couldn't even. I was holding myself. When he, I said, "My feet aren't touching the ground. I'm holding myself as long as I can." Yeah. And he got there in time. He was getting me the truck. Well, and, and general wear and tear he's had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this uh, titanium show they're having this right now, and that one was from the fire department. Not got hurt by the fire department. This was from I was trying to break my record of 350 pounds. And I had a, a fireman supposed to spot me just like this. If you see me stuck right here, you just come lift me up. When I get past that point, I can finish it. You know, this is 350 pounds. So instead, when I, I got stuck right there, you know, and I, I said, okay. And he said, okay, but that's what he's supposed to come help me. Instead, he came and me and lifted up. And I said, no, and he let it go. <gasps> you know, and it just went my arm like this. Mm. It just went pop like that. I was like, oh, my gosh. So it took about a year or two or more before that I can get it fixed. And now it's all titanium and stuff like that. Did that one. And this one, I had three screws in it from throwing one of the dancer girls. She really didn't know how to follow this, you know, and, and she's supposed to run to me and flip over. And instead, it took my arm with it and, and I blew it. So Rotator cuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So mm-hmm. finally got that one fixed. I can't ever throw again stuff, but I can still dance and do all that kind of stuff. It's just, but, no lamppost. No lamppost anymore. No lamppost over and over again. No, no. lamppost anymore. <laughs> right. Oh, man. I want to throw them this way. But, you know, I yeah. Say, yeah. I had it at that point after I got hers. I went, no more of that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, but but I can, I, I can still partner dance with I mean, hard, other kind of stuff and things like that. Mm-hmm. I had videos of them, all the dancers back in, you know, during the swing era and stuff like that. Second so, swing era. Yes. Yeah. You, know, you, awesome. you remember the very first time when when uh, what's the name came to Houston? Frankie Manning. Frankie Manning, very sure. first time. You know, and it was some big place. That I can't remember. The it name was of that um, one. in the Heights where yeah. we went. Um, 
to the the lodge. Mm-hmm. I think over there in the heights. Yeah, and, and they were they were kind of mad at us. When Rowena we were dancing. was Rowena. Yeah, she Rowena set was it all up. Yeah, I know. And they were mad at us because when we started, I said, "I still, you know, I'm doing what I knew my way and stuff." And they're doing, they're doing. We didn't know same. Lindy Hop. We were just no, we were just partner dancing. So jitterbug. They started. They, somebody came and started filming and taking pictures. And here I am, you know, doing jazz. I mean, not jazz. It was jitterbug over and over again. Well, we took. They were looking at us more than the swing dancers. Everybody's still learning, but I, I, we just kept going, doing what we know better. That's it, right? You know? <laughs> so they filmed us instead. <laughs> right. Yeah, y'all that. really showed up, came, coming out of nowhere. You know. Um, yes. Because I think, well, that was in. It was in March, and I want to say, you know. Things have been going on with that club's formation, mm-hmm. um, the Houston Swing Dance Society, for about a year prior to that. Was that 95? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they, they officially formed in 97 okay, with so that event. Mm-hmm. True. But, you know, they were coming together. They were coming out of SSQQ, mm-hmm. you know, figuring out kind of um, what they were, where they were going to go. And, you know? Mm-hmm. But that Frankie workshop was so big. And then I want to say that night, one of the evening dances, like at the pavilion on Gessner, I'm not sure what the name of it exactly was, but um, there was a dance, you know, and they had a jam circle and you guys just got out oh. there. It was like Hollywood movie, <laughs> just flipping all over the place. What else? Um, I guess so. I, yeah, I remember. I vaguely remember that. And I, I remember there being like there was actually like a lot of discussion, you know, after that about like how it's inappropriate to do aerials <laughs> on the dance floor. And it's like, <laughs> we weren't in the cat's corner. That right? <laughs> yes, my God. It, yeah, it was like, what do we do with these people? I, I, I call it the lion yeah. corner. <laughs> we were going to each other. <laughs> That's yeah. when we were throwing people behind us, and they. I know sometimes us. I would, I, we would have arguments. I don't want to flip right now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> just take you. He's <laughs> leading. The, 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 the best story that I, that I have, we have is when one day, you know, I get a call from uh, Fort Worth. Now, remember, they moved the Houston Ballet and the Texas Ballet Theater moved. At, this is well, on, on Ben Stevenson. Ben Stevenson moved to Fort Worth. Yeah. Yes. And Ben, for our listeners who don't know, Ben Stevenson was the, the artistic director of the Houston Ballet that really brought it mm-hmm. into world class yes. yes. recognition. Yes. True, right? You know, and he said he was going to he moved that way. So I get a call, you know, from his main lead person, right hand man, you know, Tim. Tim, you know, and he says, uh, "Well, Ben Steven wants to talk to y'all, both of us." I said. He Victoria. didn't even know who he was. I said, okay. who? I said, who's Ben I Stevenson? Like, what? what? Why does he want to talk to us? I said, who's Ben Stevenson? She says, you don't know who Ben Stevenson. But see, this is us. the dichotomy of the two worlds, you know. I'm right. like formal training, ballet, right. jazz. He's complete street. He just doesn't, you know, that name wasn't familiar to him. Yeah. So, so. he says, you know, Ben wants y'all to come and do put a show together. That's two hours long. No, two, no, no. Two, no he wanted us to set a swing ballet. Swing ballet. 20 minute. Oh, swing. Swing ballet. Yes. On the professional company, Texas Ballet Theater. Right. And it had to be like, a, it was 28 minutes long. So you Something had like, like that, 25. Something, that was yeah. like eight different numbers where we had to choreograph for the whole company over and over again, you know. And he, 
And we were surprised. He had seen us perform with uh, Houston Met. Yeah. And seen seen the choreography there. So he'd been looking at us for a long time. So when one day, you know, so we went to his office before, because he was coming back and forth. So he was in his office because he talked to us. So Victoria said, what are we going to do to ask him? I don't know. What does he well, want us I'm to do? Well, of course me. You she, know, oh, that's a star for him. For me, I was like, hmm, who he is. <laughs> so he sits over there, you know, and we're sitting over here. And, you know, I said, Victoria, I think he's just going to want us to do what we want to do. So he goes, no, you got to ask him. I said, no, you ask well, him. Well, of course, in my mind, I'm thinking, does he want more with these ballet dancers? Does he want more technical? What does he want? What do you want us to choreograph for you? It's more swing, more ballet. What's what's the? So she says she talks to him. She says, "Well, you know, he uh, says, can you tell us exactly, you know, what, what you want?" He goes, "I don't know how to do that. You guys do it. That's what our job. Yeah. I was like, I guess we can do whatever we can do. Cool. He just wanted to swing ballet. It was it he was did. a lot so of fun. It was great. That. And he he told us the only reason he didn't hire us, you know, he says, I've seen y'all dance in Houston many times, performing this and that, so I want this to open the show in Fort Worth for the first time, you know. They're, they did that, and that was in 2002, I think. That was 2003. Three, yeah. yeah. So then we went there, you know, they flew us in there and stuff like that, and we started choreographing and put it together, you know. We taught all those dancers how to Lindy Hop. I mean, which was, you know, for, it's so different than... <laughs> regular partnering yeah. that they do in many ways because they do waltz they do a lot of mm-hmm. of the social style as well but it's as you know the lifts and tricks yeah. are very some of them are so blind they feel blind you know the True. acrobatics of it um, so he gave us a whole company <clears throat> so he you know he's got a, a people that that in charge over him and they you know people that pay so they he set us in to introduce us to all those men and people you know and they're like pretty cocky you know and they started asking said who why would you give these two people that we don't know much about them at all they didn't you know give them a let them have the whole company to do what you ask them to do you know and i'm standing next to him i don't know if you were there next to him at the point wasn't hmm. so anyway so uh so he and, um, so he said, uh, finally, you know, one guy kept bugging him, saying, you know, why are we giving him this company? And he's in charge, right? Right. So he, he says, what? Are what you do they? He said, huh? I'm you were there. Her. I don't. I know. So, you know, he, I'm standing next to him, you know, and that's when he kept asking, what does he, what, you know, what, what, what is it that, why do you, you hire him and give him the company? He says, because he's a fireman. <laughs> wow. Went, I don't even remember this <laughs> This is where it's telling them, shut up, I'm in charge here. I love it. Are you talking about Ben telling David yeah. that? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. Ben answered him, but he was asking Ben, why are these people, who are they? We don't know. Well, that, this was the guy that has the money. You know, so. he, I guess he didn't have to, he didn't he's, feel like he had to explain What's himself. his credentials? <laughs> yeah, he's exactly. a firefighter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's a firefighter. <laughs> Whatever you want, Ben. It certainly like, speaks to your character. You can, you can tell him about your emotional moment and me. This is really kind of the sad one, but it was great. Yeah. Are you talking about there in Fort Worth? Yes, when we were, they, they let us, you know, go well, show. Well, they, show. you know, they have a, a playbill that they put out, and it has the artistic notes from the artistic director written in 
the front. So we just got in the program. I opened it up and I was reading and uh, Ben's I, words. Well, uh, first of all, I, I I came back and I saw. I looked at her and she's just emotional. I was teary. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I'm saying, what's going on? You know, because I had just got back from buying something. We were in the mall. It was like okay. before yeah. we went to. No. Before we, I don't know. We were we were shopping before we went to. Uh, uh, then she told me to, to the to opening read night. This, and as soon as I read it, I was like, oh my gosh! It, it said that um, it had always Ben was, had always wanted to work with us since he had seen some of our work back at Delia's and yeah. at the Met way back when. And so that touched me well, he, he, because... But when I read it, yeah, go ahead. Well, it, it just touched me because yeah. I wouldn't... I don't think of myself in that way. And so that was... Uh, it was just an emotional moment for me. It was... When I read it, because I read... You, know, you said it the first time, too, was that he said, it's been his dream to work with us. God. I wouldn't think that I would be Ben Stevenson's <laughs> inspiration. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's why awesome. I told you. But yeah, it's true. It's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you made it come true. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. we did. We did it for him. He brought us back a second time too because we were supposed. To, he was going to send us to Japan, China to perform. This. He did a lot of work with in yes. China. In the, right. in the, the bird flu, I yeah. think, happened that same The SAR. SARS. Mm-hmm. The SARS thing happened, and we couldn't go, so he called us back a second time because he had new dancers that are coming in, you know. Mm-hmm. But he said, again, we can't go to SARS. It still happened. We taught so. it a second time. Yeah, we did. To new, some new dancers. So the new ones. Awesome. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> see, we were also trying to perform on the stage and, you know, at the park, Herman Park. There was a hiring of different dance companies to perform, you know, and then because there was like dance there or something for you know, but they wouldn't let my company ever go on stage to dance with them. But when they found out that Ben Stevens had hired us, they were like, Why didn't they call us? Duh. <laughs> huh? These are different companies who started oh, sure. asking me, you know, like, how did this work? And this was after yeah, we came back. Gotcha. Different groups. Mm-hmm. And how did y'all get hired by Ben Stevens? They never so your company us. never performed at Miller Outdoor Theater? No, we did. We, we did. did with, with uh, the Matt. Yes. And, oh, sure. Uh, yes. As to so your own company as a guest or just... Um, uh, no, we, we, it was before... Yeah. Well, we did... Um, we danced at Miller several times, so I have to think, because we did educational outreach there. Mm-hmm. Our company by itself, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, always the Met was there from... Yes. And the Met was Delia Street mm-hmm. Dance Company. Delia Street yeah. Dance Company. And then also yeah. with uh, Southwest Jazz Ballet. Oh, as cool. Well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow, was, Rita uh, Rosh. Yes. Way back mm-hmm. when we danced her. with her and awesome. uh, did shows with her. And in California, Corpus Christi traveled mm-hmm. around doing yeah. performances with her. Yeah. Which is great. And then that was in Galveston too. Mm-hmm. We were How did you wait, it's gonna be noise. Yeah. <laughs> no, How did you get in uh tell tell us a story about Urban Cowboy? Urban Cowboy. Okay. <laughs> the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I didn't get to do the show because my girlfriend at the time was very jealous. You know, because she wasn't a dancer, you know, and so she, they, so, uh, uh, what's the name of the, the theater that was, uh, that, that produced that show? 
Are you talking about? I'm talking about the movie. Yeah, the movie, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, can't remember the, the, the company that, that made that movie. Oh, okay. I don't know. So, I'm talking about Patsy Swayze, the choreographer? No, no, I'm talking about the, the, uh, the company that paid for it for that to happen. I can't remember the name. Anyway, so she said, you know, there was people calling you here from uh, the, the, the place where this was happening, or in Keeley. You know, Keeley. Oh, Gillies. Gillies, Gillies. Yeah. yes, that's mm-hmm. the yes. name, right. So they were looking for you, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I was using the nickname, you know, Spanky, because uh-huh. I was younger. So she 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 said, they were trying to look for you here, calling you. I said, well, why didn't you let me know? She goes, no, that's nothing to do with me anymore. So she says, go find them. They're still there. So your girlfriends said that. Yes. So then I ran over there as quick as I could, you know, to to see them. They had already packed up and left. Oh. So she got what she wanted. She was mad at me just because, mm-hmm. you know, to do that. So you know, so and I was engaged two other times, but both of them dumped me because they weren't dancers, and I had dancers. She hated. Well, them. you you were busy, busy with and driven with your business. Well, yeah, true, because you know we we were, we were the last choreographers of the Houston Oilers before they sold the team to Tennessee. They called us in. Wow. We didn't have cheerleaders back then. The, all the all the uh, the Derek Dolls were fired for fraternizing with the players. All the wives said, "Get out of here." <laughs> so they called us in. You know, I had a phone call from them, and, uh, and so. Um, she said, uh, "This was 1993, yeah. 92, 93. Yeah. So she says, or 91, 92. Um, I said, think. Yeah. And the, and the girl said, you know, we're bringing in some new dancers in here, and they're called the Houston Oilers dancers now. They're not the Derek Dolls anymore. So we need y'all to choreograph this thing. And she said, well, we're not cheerleaders, so we're not going to do this. We're going to do dance, you know, which mm-hmm. we did. Cool. So then they sent us to China. Well, she couldn't go at the time that I went to, to China. Japan. Well, Japan, that's what it was. So I got to do that and watch it, you know, took the dancers and all that. And then we flew over there. So I got to put them together and stuff like that. And so, you know, it was pretty interesting. But the sad part about doing that was that when we uh, we went there, you know, our, our dancers, uh, like dancers couldn't dance. That's when they didn't let them. So my dancers got to do what we did, and we did our show, you know, and we played the Dallas Cowboys, and we won that, but it was kind of sad that they didn't. They danced, yeah. didn't they? They danced. Who? Our dancers danced. They, they did that. You yes. Know? You had told me that they were mistreated No. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. Yes. That's what no, you No, no, no. They weren't mistreated. They, they weren't allowed, they weren't allowed to, to go eat in the restaurant with everybody else, the other players, only the white ones, you know. So they came out and told me, Alex, they won't, no one let us in there. I said, are you serious? And then I talked to the, 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 guy, the guy that was, was guiding It had to guy. do with the, I don't know if you remember, the Ocean of Souls scandal. No, no, with, this, uh, was, this University was before. Of Houston. No, I know. The guy that was being beat up a long time ago. So they saw Japan. And Rodney King. Rodney King happened. Remember where he was yep. beat up by the cops? So they were afraid of not letting anybody in black come over there doing performance and stuff. So it was a sad. Yeah, I was sad, you know. So I would walk in, you know, with with the other dancers so they could eat, but the other ones they said they didn't let them. Mm-hmm. They just told them cause they came, picked them up, and told them to go eat in another place, but they wouldn't let them go in at this hotel we were at. He was shocked. I was, you know, because you know I didn't speak their language, you know. But the guy mm-hmm. we had spoke. Thank God, this is things that happen in real life. 
And so then we started to get back on the planes and we're heading off and here comes the ocean of so, you know, they're from University of, of, of not Houston, it's the one that's next to it. TSU? TSU, yeah. So they, they're coming in, you know, and we're all saying hi and this and that kind of stuff. And as soon as we get home, boom, here is the news, you know, the ocean of so, was, you know, they all were in trouble because they were, they, they caught them at the airport. They had stole stuff from Japan and put it in their pockets walking out of there because when you walk there in Japan, you see stuff, you know, their, you know, what do you call it, electric stuff and things like that, you know, radios. They thought it was easy just to pick it and put it in their pocket and they got caught and busted. They can never go back to Japan and perform. Football team, yeah. Baseball it team. Wasn't, it was the band. Well, yeah, yeah, it was the band. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah, so wow. that was a shock for me. I was like, oh my God, this is, I can't believe that. How, do you, how did you approach a project like that? You know, okay, halftime show. Like, where did, where did you begin? With which show? Like, you're talking about? Just with the oil? With that in particular, I'm curious how you did the Texas Ballet Theater Swing Ballet as well. But, you know, like, how, how did you, when you're really just given that license to just create, you know, a show? Like, how do you, how do you start? And how do you, I don't know, is it just a vision? And, you know. He's always been yeah. more the, the big, large vision. Yeah. And this, this, uh, it, it, and it hits me. Then I music. Start, yeah, music, you know, the music really takes me where I need to go and what to do with it and stuff like that. You know, I don't sound like a great dancer or anything. I mean, I can lead and do all this stuff, but I get these ideas and put this together. You know, and it just went on and on, you know, and I kept winning more competitions, you know. Well, this but for clubs. the choreography, for yeah. the choreography. Oh, the choreography. I mean, how many, how many uh, Houston Oilers dancers did you have? Oh, gosh. Was it all oh, girls? God, they were all girls. It was, a, it was a, yes. a big group of girls and varying different styles of dance, but we did have say in who we picked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they were all really talented. It was a lot of fun. Very different from True. other kinds of choreography that we did, definitely. Uh, yeah. And then they told us that we had to perform a big number, like during the, the, the midtime of the whole game, you know. They yeah. They have other stuff. Halftime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we did Thriller. Okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah. I started choreographing thriller. We did yeah. lots of stuff. We did we did yeah. um, different. Uh, I think Every we time. did nineteen forty swing. We did True. some different style. And we bought the costumes because they didn't afford to pay us to, to, to go order something too late. Oh, so yeah. I, I had all these kind of costumes and stuff like that. So awesome. Yeah, so that's what we started doing that, and then they got mad at us and said, "We're not going to do this anymore." She says, "Why?" Because normally all these people are wa- you don't want to go buy beer and it's like that and when you guys start dancing they stop buying. <laughs> I guess we were too entertaining. Yeah, I had a three year contract. Well, they yeah. were too entertaining. I had a three year contract with them, but I had to give it up and just I said, can't do this, you know. Wow. <laughs> so I just I just did the one and I had nothing. It was two, and then that was it. We had to cut it quits at that point. So mm-hmm. yeah. But, well, we got married that year too. True. Yeah. And, yeah. And then we, we started putting the other companies together. That's when we did a Love, no, the love Trade Dancers was the first time. because That, that was before train. I knew you, though. Huh? We did um, Uptown. Uptown, yes. Uptown Swing Dance Company. That Uptown was, Street Dance Company. Excuse me, Street uh-huh. Dance Company. And then the Swing Town Jitterhoppers. Yeah. So we had both. Jitterhoppers, that's the mix. Mm-hmm. You get it? 
I loved it. Yes, jitterbug. I get it. I love it. <laughs> it's uh-huh. Jitter hoppers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jitterbug and swing hoppers and all that together. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, yeah, it went on and on. I loved doing it. I wish I could come back and start swinging again. Yeah. Both of us, really. Yeah. So, stuff like that. It's a ton of fun. It, it is, you know. And, and I'm just so glad I get dance for the time, especially when the ballet finally gave us a new uh, thing to do and they call it social. That means we will have to teach everybody partner dances in, in the ballet. Mm-hmm. Not that not the company, but just all the kids. They can mm-hmm. learn to lead, follow, and follow. Do you teach at the Houston Ballet Academy year round, or just for their summer? No, no, he no, was no, no, no. for was, a long yeah, time, but, you mm-hmm. know, uh, so, up until coronavirus. Well, you're furloughed now, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, normally, so you're so they have social dancing throughout the year. They um, they did up until yeah, up until this a year before yeah. uh-huh. okay and then we taught um, every summer he was teaching social to the level fours and then during the summer for many years we've taught social dance uh, for the summer intensive and yeah. so sometimes we'll do swing sometimes western sometimes yeah. uh, Bollywood I mean different different styles and. Yeah. Uh, and, just uh, teaching them how to lead, to, follow, and waltz. Yeah, and, I mean all that good uh, stuff. The, the one Hadeep is a real popular one. They've asked us to do it about three times, four times. That's the Bollywood piece. Mm-hmm. The Bollywood one, and then the, one. Uh, the Western as uh-huh. well. Yeah, to do that. So you know, so we have, we we've done some outside stuff too. You know, um, the the one you can't pronounce uh, <laughs> about the prostitutes. Are you talking about uh, Best Little Best Horror House. House in Texas? Well, there's nothing yeah. wrong with saying that. <laughs> it's a real show. It's a show. <laughs> yeah, so we we choreographed that too. Uh huh. Yeah, and we did a big deal for him because of the, the it was, was the anniversary of the no. What's the name of the, 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 the where we performed it at? I mean, Country Playhouse. Country Playhouse. Mm-hmm. They were going to close them down. Right, I remember that. Yeah, they were. You know, mm-hmm. so we ended up you know, doing a show for them, and it really turned out real. But we didn't know exactly until they told us that you know, because so many people finally came to see the show, and then they told us that we helped them save the place, awesome. so they wouldn't close up. And now it's Queensberry Theater. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's so nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good job. We helped. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Do that. Yeah. So that was great because I was my Western type. It was just fun and do stuff like that. So. Yeah. It was really, really good. Yeah. My poor daughter. She <laughs> well, yeah, she was, she was, uh, I don't know if she was in middle school then. I don't remember what year that was, but I have this memory of her sitting in the, in the house and we were teaching the dancers poses for the raid. <laughs> I look out in the house and she had on a hoodie and she had squinched it up and covered her head was sitting Fun stuff about dancing. We don't think about it that way. We're just teaching choreography, you know. Right. But (laughs) mom and dad. So anyway, that's that's exactly when I started doing dancing and try everything. I didn't mind, you know. I heard the swing dance was coming up, and I was like, okay, you know. I was still in my dancing in the '60s and you know '70s and stuff like that. So. 
And then we started taking off and, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. And it just went on and on. I didn't want to stop. And something new would come up. You should you know, I, It was all the different eras that I got to dance right. in. Right. You the, sure the, did. Yeah, from the 60s and 50s and 70s. And you went on and on and tried to do all the new stuff. You know, and the fact with those televisions helped me a lot you know, do that because I even choreographed some of the stuff that I said. I you know, did a Lion King and Tots. Um, and did the, all the other ones you know. Oh, that was just a, a piece yeah. you did. Right. Right. Yeah. You mean at uh, at St. John's? You at St. John's. Yeah. St. John's where I got, you know, they let me do some of these, you know. Lion King was the biggest <clears> one <throat> that we did that. Thank God it turned out to be okay. It actually turned out to be good because it sold the house. They could have closed us down. It was a you know, place on the hill of 650 people. It was over right. 900 and something that went to see that show. Mm-hmm. Twice, so I was like, God, I could have closed it down. But people actually, were standing room only. <laughs> well, it was because I mean, they, first of all, uh, they, they 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 brought in a, uh, a fire the Dixie fire for, marshal fire marshal for mm-hmm. capacity, right? And I just happened to see him, you know, and and I, I said, I just asked him simply, and I don't know if you remember that, but I said, uh, Are you going to close this down? No, uh-huh. he's a fireman that I knew. He said, no. <laughs> so I'll just go ahead. I can't kick you out. There's too many people here. So I know that, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So I was lucky. That's that. so hilarious. I mean, they did. It kicked everybody out, you know. Right. And, and our, our director of the school at the time, was that him still? Hmm. Who was the director? The headmaster? Yeah, at the time. It was uh, Mark Desjardins. It was Mark Desjardins. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, he lost all his seats, you know, mm-hmm. there. And uh, so, because, uh, and then he came in the black box, you know, and opened the door, and then he sticks his head in, and I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> you know? Uh huh. This is Mark Desjardins, you know? <laughs> so I walked out outside. He was, Wow! Did you tell me people were in there? I said, yeah. He said, I lost all my seats and everything. And I don't care. It was just great. <laughs> awesome! <laughs> he did. Well, he had family because you know, they they came late, you know. So people just started sitting down, and girls and boys upstairs, and they're all sitting on their laps or any way they could, because it was really we should have been closed for that kind of mm-hmm. you know people. So he was real happy that he said it turned out to be a really great show and got to see it standing up. And yeah. Right there in the corner. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So, but that shocked me. I thought I was gonna get fired. Yeah. <laughs> to do that, but yeah. So when you think about wanting to do a show again, like what do you, what do you still dream about? A show. Yeah. You said you wanted to get back into swing or just doing. I mean, it doesn't seem like you've ever stopped, but. Sounds like you're wanting, kind of itching to do something I, I, I else. I just mentioned this too a long time, so I almost wish I could open up my own place and start teaching dance again. You know, own my own studio. Mm-hmm. Us, maybe. I know it's kind of hard to do with everything going on, but it's just a wish. Mm-hmm. He just loves, like he loves working with with kids. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's magic watching what he does with them, because... Uh, Especially at the ballet. That was my favorite, watching that, because uh, the kids there are so structured in what they do. And then when he goes in and works with them, it's like they have permission to just dance from their hearts and just be. And uh, 
they just have a blast. You know, they just, they feel it. Whereas sometimes when you're doing um, ballet a lot, it's so, it's so structured and rigid that they're not, it's here. It's not in, in their heart as much. And I think he's able to help them connect to that joy. And, uh, yeah, because you know, special. I grew up with different different songs of all styles and stuff like that, you know. And with them, you know, I would do the Lion King, and they would pretend that they're animals, and you know, they're acting because I'm trying to mix more acting as well with the, you know, the dancing too. And they just love doing that one. I do hairspray, you know, that's another one that I could do. So I'm always trying because these are songs that I want to hear also, and it makes me want to dance and then and let them follow. Dance in a different yeah. way. Yeah. Just to, to be a little more free it is. and expressive. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And How have it. you passed on your dancing to your own children? How do I what? How um, have you passed on your own dancing, your own style, you know, to your own children? Um, I didn't really get... Well, listen, Austin both took from us. Yeah, they, they did. I mean, I, the partner dancing, so at least if they were dance partners, they kind of know how to lead and stuff like that. And they're both yeah. gotten pretty good at it, you know, when they get a chance to do that and stuff like that, especially Austin because he's around it more, you know, around the music as she is. I mean, even though they, you know, he's in Atlanta, Georgia, you know, he's a stunt man, so he's doing it all. And my daughter's in Chicago, and she's also doing a play too. She's an actor. An actor, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, they weren't following us as much, you know, in the dancing like we, we, her and I did a lot, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I wish I wish I would have had more time during that time when they were growing up and doing that, but, you know, they were involved in school. I think it's, it's just that love of uh, the creative process. I think that's what they've gained most, is just enjoying being creative and... Uh, I'm just gonna tell them being, my last story. Being you, you know, finding their own unique voice and what they have to say. Yeah. Well, this is one of my last story I can tell you. This. It always gets to my heart. So ballet. You know, I was doing the outreach program for a long time with for the ballet. You know, and also Tuts was sending me to go do at Shriners Hospital when he was there. It's not there anymore. They moved to Galveston. So I started working with those kids. You handicapped stuff like that, you know, did that for a long time, for a few years, and stuff, you know, and, and the ballet's got me signed up, right? I mean, uh, Tess has me signed up, and if, I, if they get to open, if they need to, uh, just said, I'm just part-time, I'm not doing full-time anymore, so anyway, so uh, I got to do a lot of the outreach programs, stuff like that, and the, this is when, um, what's her name, you call me to go do this other one, this is for um, the handicapped kids, uh, it was uh, Gateway Academy. Gateway Academy. I don't know if you heard of that place. No. Or autistic yeah. kids. Yeah, they got the Alzheimer's and they, you know, they No, they had Asperger's and, and autism. Mm-hmm. So she, um, but it was Jim that sent me there. You know, she said, yeah, they don't want to think you'd be able to do this because they're really asking for someone to help them. All these kids are graduating. They're high school kids. I mean, ready to graduate, you know, and we can't work or we don't know how to get them to dance class. These kind of kids do They were not, having a prom. Yes. They were going to have a prom. They, they don't know how to, they won't touch each other. That's one thing that, you know, those kind of things that they have, you know, they don't touch. They don't. You know, I said, well, how can I teach them this? He says, 
really you got to have to figure out how to do this. Some of them will do that, and others no, you know. So uh, I went there for quite a few weeks, and I kept going over there to work with them and stuff like that. So I started working with them, you know, slowly, and, you know, and luckily there's like five or ten teachers there just in case they can go crazy sometimes, you know. And they have, you know, all of them had different things to them too. What was the other one you said they have? Yeah, it's the, the Asperger's, Asperger's and yeah, autism. and autism, yeah. And so I knew that they couldn't, they don't touch, you know. I kind of knew that quite a while when I first heard it, you know, because I think I heard that in the fire department. So I kept going over there and working with them and working with them, you know, and slowly they started kind of grabbing hands and, and they, not long, you know, this and that. So I really didn't think I could do this anymore. It was like, golly, I'm just, you know, they, things like that, you know, because I, I had a boy who came up next to me and didn't want to dance. He sat in the bleachers behind us. This is at their school, you know, and he would tap my shoulder and they kind of say, yes, sir, what can I do? And he says, do you know anything? I'm just going to use this term because I can't remember exactly. Like, you know, you've heard of the Almond Brothers, you know, that there's a band that sings and stuff like that. I said, I said, no, I don't know much about him. He says, I didn't think you would. <laughs> he walked away. <laughs> well, I felt stupid. <laughs> I think I've worked with y'all now for, so, long story short. So I, I worked with him, you know, for weeks and weeks, and he kept coming over there, you know, and I, I kept seeing these guys slowly getting better, but not real sure, you know, because they kept calling me back, you know, you got to work with this group here, like that, so. So they call me back after it's been a while that I haven't been over there. And I says, you got to come back and see this. I said, okay. So I said, you just need to come back. So I went in there, you know, I drove over there, Victoria went in there. And uh, I walked in. They were having their, their prom. And, uh, I okay. <laughs> so I walked in. And they're all, <laughs> and we're all slow dancing, cheek to cheek. Oh, it's amazing! <laughs> it's a hard one. And they told they told him you did that. You did no, that. I, I said, "What happened?" You know, the teachers were just really. I said, "They're slow dancing, <laughs> cheek to cheek." And I started crying. I thought of the teacher. I said, what happened? What did I do? I mean, I, you know. Yeah. Sorry. I know. That's how serious I am. She, so she said, I said, I said, really? What did I do? For them to do this, I mean, they're doing it. You know. She said, you gave I gave him permission. You loved working with them. Huh? You loved working with them. I know, I loved them. And the Shriners kids. The Shriners kids were amazing too. Oh, God, yeah. They were handicapped kids like that. You'd go there and they'd, uh, he'd uh, teach musicals and makeup uh, dances to a little musical. They put yes. on a, a very short musical within like an hour. So they'd each have lines, they'd each uh, have a song that they'd had they'd have to learn how to sing and they'd dance and he was great at um yep. being able to come Even up with different ways for them to move. 
because of their handicaps, but to all be able to be involved and be part of the main part answer of it. was the music. Mm -hmm. They could really connect and the parents with the music, and they always wanted to hear things from the sixties and seventies and eighties. Well, and the parents yeah. were there too with their kids, yes. and you get them involved. And the kids loved watching the parents yeah. <laughs> dancing and having fun as well. As to see a side of their parents that they hadn't seen before. You know, having fun right. and singing and dancing. and um, I think it brought a lot of joy to a lot of people. Right. I will go back there again. He misses doing that. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're in Galveston now. You just need to find... Well, no, no. Right now it's hard to find anything. Well, Shriners is over there, but yeah. um, the other one's still over here mm -hmm. in town, you know, Gateway Academy. Mm -hmm. So it's really, really a miracle. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, let's close with, can you, can you give us permission, like if we're feeling a little insecure or feeling a little hung up on our technique and what we're supposed to do, can you send us with some advice on how to tap into that freedom and um, joy that you bring. How? Well, one thing I tell the kids a lot of St. John's and stuff is that you can't become who you need to be by remaining who you are. It's true. It's true. I said, if you want to be in front, you go get in front. And stand there because this is your future. You can do this. You know, you can't just stay here and stay in the back. Walk up to the front. There's space. You know, and that's what I believe in. That you can't be, you know, become who you need to be by remaining who you are. It's simple. You know, and I always tell them, you know, because sometimes they're always arguing and stuff like that. I say, you guys, listen, you know. So I say, you got to, you, you meet new kids that are coming in, stuff like that, and sometimes they're cocky, you know, doing this kind of stuff. And then I'll tell them, look, guys, there's no strangers in this world, just friends you haven't met. And here they are. Talk to them. Let do it. There you go. Mm -hmm. Whenever you feel down, step up. Just get out there. Do a pirouette. Okay. <laughs> 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 yes. My guests today are Alex Risby and Victoria Risby. Guys, thank you for being a part of Dance Talks. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, this is going to be great for you. Not, not me, I'm just saying what you're doing. This is really, really amazing. You are becoming what you need to be. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and share our podcast and reach out to us on social media if you'd like to talk. To support Dance Talks, donate to Dance Houston. Talk to you on Monday.